So moving on then to the Pac-12. Mm. the conference west of coast ch- yes sir the conference of champions yes. uh, as they uh, as they refer to themselves you know in the sec it just means more but the pac-12 you have the conference of champions uh, and I, guess, I feel <laughs> like i feel tomato, like I'm, tomato i feel like i'm bill walton about to like go on like a huge rant <laughs> about uh, about the conference yes. of champions here hey, while yeah. also sounding like i'm on acid which i am not but uh <laughs> channel but it, it. Channel <laughs> man. oh the the the, the pack 12 you know it's just the conference of champions you know i was i let me take you back to 1975 <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that would that would totally be bill walton if he was uh <laughs> if he was on our program right now but we will start off here with the top ranked uh big 12 pack 12 team that is heading into 2022 that was Alan Palo Alto, the Stanford Cardinal. They opened up their mm-hmm. season in Palo Alto with a two to one series win over Cal State Fullerton. Fullerton, uh, the Titans are starting a new era uh, after the retirement of Rick Vanderhook last year. You know, the, the, the Fullerton, they had, you know, Rick Vanderhook. They've had Dave Serrano. They've had some of these just great coaches over their history. Uh, especially in the last couple decades within college baseball and just like great teams. Uh, you know, they're kind of starting anew now uh, with a brand new coach trying to kind of figure out like, Hey, what is their identity? How do they live up to their expectations of what, uh, of what Cal state Fullerton baseball is, as a dominant West coast program while also creating something that's new and that's fresh. Uh, you know, they got one win out of that, uh, out of that series, but overall this was Stanford's weekend. You know, they had that, I believe it was just a one Oh, Win on Friday night to open up the series, uh, lost game two, and then uh, opened things up on game three, I believe. There, uh, the bats started to get a bit more hot, but you know, a good, uh, a good start for a for a team like Stanford that you know is still young, but they're still, but they do have guys that are uh, are a bit older compared to last year and are coming off that college World Series appearance. So, they, they it wasn't a letdown. There, it looks like they've been keeping the momentum going here. Uh, as they uh, as their season gets going, Arizona they got a three and zero start to their twenty twenty two campaign. Swept the weekend at the Col- State Farm College Baseball Showdown. Uh, Chip Hale, their skipper, he is the uh, as we talked about before, I believe he is the uh, former uh, manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks back, I believe, in twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. He was the third base coach last year for the Detroit Tigers. It's not easy to make the move from the pros to college uh, when it comes to coaching baseball. Um, and many, uh, many attempts have failed in that regard. Uh, but, you know, Chip Hale, you know, he's familiar with the state, with the region. Uh, it's, you know, it's not like living. I, on one hand, it's not like living up north, but like living out there in the desert when like, you know, you gets to May, and it's like, okay, it really is starting to get pretty hot. You've still got like a month and a half of your season left to go playing out there. You have to really want to, I think, be out there in Arizona, out there in the Southwest, any of the schools in a really like arid and desert type of environment coaching out there. And so he knows the region. He really seems to seems to be taken to it. Uh, he's a very high energy kind of guy. His players are rallying, uh, rallying around him. Um, my early kind of super overreaction probably to this team 
but the Wildcats absolutely look the part of an Omaha bound team after mm-hmm. the first weekend this year. Daniel Susak uh, is commanding there behind the plates as a catcher. As mm-hmm. we've talked about, Tanner Trimble looks great. Um, they have great defense. They have great fielding. Um, it's all on the mound and at the plate. They wait for you to make mistakes. Um, just a solid, explosive West Coast baseball program in the Arizona Wildcats. Uh, they, uh, as we will talk about here in a few minutes with uh, with our rankings going to the next week, this weekend uh, move them on up a little bit. So a good start for the Arizona Wildcats and the Chip Hale era um, in Tucson and their their trip out to Arlington. Oregon State, they had a 4-0 start to their 2022 season. They're playing in the Sanderson Ford College Baseball Classic in Surprise, Arizona. They had two wins apiece over New Mexico and Gonzaga. Oregon State is a historically pitching-dominant program, and this season might just be the season that brings it, where they bring it both on the mound and at the plate, and that those things just balance each other, and that they don't uh, cause issues with each other. The team at 396 on the weekend, so... Man, Oregon State might be our team, our team in the running for the no doubter of the there year. There you go. We've got the you know, we'll, be, we'll be looking to see what what individual players hit closest to that and are in the running for it. But we gotta look at the teams too and their uh their overall batting average because the Oregon exactly. State Beavers uh, uh certainly lived up to that. Jacob Melton led the team with a five twenty-nine average while TJ Wheeler hit four fifty-five. And Travis Bazana hit four one uh, hit four twelve. Um, just some quick uh, quick notables for our non ranked friends over in the Pac twelve Arizona State Arizona State Sun Devils. I was goodness. <laughs> Woo! If I had messed that up, and if we had have, if we had a really big audience, if I had called them the Arizona State Wildcats, like there might be people that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that board plays and come here to texas with the uh, torches yeah. and pitchforks uh, <laughs> exactly uh, the arizona state sun devils got a two-in-one uh series victory uh starting off the willie bloomquist era in tempe over dixie state for the weekend cal went three and zero at the mlb4 tournament as we talked about earlier oregon the oregon ducks had a surprising one and four series loss uh, against the University of San Diego Toros in San Diego. Um, really just did not see that coming at all with the, with who they're returning this year. Um, and then, you know, coming off of that appearance of hosting in regionals as the 14 seed um, last year, but Hey, plenty, plenty of time to go. They've, uh, they've got certainly many more opportunities to build their tournament resume playing in the pac 12 uh, and likely with their non-conference schedule as well. I'm going through the rest of the year. UCLA got a two and one series win over Dave Serrano's Cal State Northridge team in Westwood, playing at home. USC got a two and one series win over Santa Clara at home. U- University of Utah Utes got a two zero oh, and one, so they tied the game. Series win at Loyola Marymount. Washington the Huskies got a two and one start at Cal Poly uh, for a. A good start for a borderline regional team is uh, kind of they're being projected going into this year, and then Washington State got a two and two split against the Rainbow Warriors of Hawaii at Hawaii. Um, so that's what we've got for the Pac-12. Pac-12 also had just a very good start 
um, to the year. Yeah, you'd like to see that from top to bottom where you're, uh, all your teams are winning more games than they're losing for sure, and that's against good competition. There you go, Pac-12, the the most prestigious conference. You know, here everything's better. Uh, I'm butchering it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Every, <laughs> hey, I mean... Uh, <laughs> yeah, SEC, everything, it just means more, but the conference of champions they got the they've got the guys that are living up to that reputation like dylan beavers getting three home runs to the cow golden bears connor davis got a 583 batting average uh for arizona state eddie park 556 bad for the weekend uh yeah joe lamp 533 a lot of guys uh out here hitting home runs for arizona state will rogers connor davis joe lamp all those guys got uh two homers apiece over their opening weekend um Four stolen bases by Kenny Oyama from UCLA. Uh, yeah, SEC it might just mean more, but hey, the these guys on the West Coast they've got they've got champion uh, they've got championships on their mind because they yeah. are the conference of champions. Yeah, you know Stanford is my preseason pick to win the whole thing, so they have one champion there. But uh, we will see. Starting off strong so far, but now we have to go. We have to go to uh, the mid majors. Uh, it's probably going to end up being my favorite. Uh, no, it's not a conference, but my favorite portion of teams to cover because these are the underdogs, and I always root for the underdogs uh, by default, and these teams are no exception. So we give our love to the top 25 uh, representatives of the mid-majors, Long Beach State. Why in the world uh, should we care about them? Well, as I mentioned earlier, they went 2-1 to one against Mississippi State. These guys, they came to play. Uh, we go on into Friday's matchup where they were facing Mississippi State, and it was their pitching that won them the day. Luis Ramirez, six scoreless innings, five struck strikeouts. He gave up two walks, but again, scoreless, going right on into Matt Fields with two scoreless innings, three strikeouts, and then Devario Harrison closing it on out. And then... Uh, their their lineup just hitting just hitting some runs in the seventh and eighth inning, uh, getting them the three zero victory. Uh, the bats were even more hot thirteen to three on Saturday, and then twelve, but they lost twelve to four against Mississippi State. So Mississippi State got their revenge, but as Trav mentioned, Long Beach State they earned the respect of the Bulldog faithful. Uh, their team is here to stay, and they are currently rocking it hard at the number 12 spot when they were at the number 24 spot. So I guess if you just beat up on the national champs, you get way on up into there. So we're going to be, this team is here to stay and hopefully they don't go away anytime soon. They got Peyton Schultz and Jared Anderson batting a thousand because why not? Uh, they, these guys, they're the reason why they're, they're going all the way. Uh, you got Jonathan long, with two bombs, uh, also batting 545, Brandon Roselle batting 500 as well. Uh, you have Luis Ramirez and Jack Noble scoreless. Uh, each got a win. Uh, they got uh, five strikeouts and six strikeouts, respectively. Uh, it was that third game in which Basilio Pacheco, uh, he just, you know, he threw seven strikeouts, but he also... Uh, 
gave up nine runs. So, yeah, it's just it, it can't be a shootout every time. So, um, got some polishing up to do as their net. They got a good one-two punch, but they have some polishing up to do on their Sunday starter. So if they can get that together, then they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Moving on into East Carolina. East Carolina, they were highly ranked. Uh, You know, I picked them to make Omaha, and they're barely hanging on. They are really the inverse of Long Beach. They went from number 12 to number 25 guys when you get swept by bryant this is what happens <laughs> they they managed to snag a win against campbell recently 10 to 3 but bryant you know they were home you know the pirates you know <laughs> they're the team they're riding high right wrong friday they get smacked in the face and lose 10 to 2 saturday they lose 5 to 4 and then sunday they lose 4 to 3 so it's nail biters all the way around and I mean, come on, guys. We got to step it up. You're my Omaha team. Uh, they, they have some flashes of success. Lane Hoover batting 600. You got Alec Makarix. Um, <laughs> Don't make me do that again. Uh, he's got a bomb so far. We got to get some guys hitting bombs over the fence. Uh, they got to tighten up on their pitching as well. Uh, Jay, uh, Jake Cookmanner with a 0.0. ERA so far, eight strikeouts, but you've got some guys in the high ERAs, Garrett Saylor and CJ Mahew. You guys got to lower it down. And then Jay Connor with a 2.25 ERA, not too shabby, if I do say so myself. Um, but, you know, a lot of work to do with each passing week. Things will normalize, but this was your chance, East Carolina. I had faith in you, but. Maybe, maybe I'm just going to have to regret it and say that I wish I picked Long Beach State to make it to Omaha. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, Pirates. Uh, you know, I, I was drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and, and speaking of Kool-Aid, Dallas Baptists, come on, guys. I'm drinking the Homer Kool-Aid when it comes to these guys because they're – <laughs> they're matching up against Southeast Missouri State, all these universities that I never knew existed. You But you drop it. One, two. Come on. Uh, Friday lost 7-6. Saturday lost 6-5. So these are nail biters. But then on Sunday, they finished it off strong and beat Southeast Missouri State 13-5 at home. But then they had to get on the bus, make the long trek from Dallas to Lubbock, where they got shellacked by the Red Raiders on the date of this recording, Tuesday, the 22nd, 8-4. to So, Dallas Baptist, another one of my Omaha faithfuls. Uh, you know, they do have some flashes of glory. Cole Moore is three bombs so far, and they are all in the small ball. Jace Grady, George Specht, Blaine Jones and Miguel Santos, all with two stolen bases. So they, you know, get an A for effort for sure. But as far as pitching, it's more or less by committee. Chan- Chandler Arnold, uh, he's scoreless with nine strikeouts so far. So he's leading them in that department on the pitching front. Uh, Jacob Midor, he's, he did get the win with a 1.80 ERA and eight strikeouts, but uh, just got to. Gotta gotta finalize that starting three on that front. And then the last team 
that I'm going to cover from the mid-majors is UC Irvine. What the heck happened to UC Irvine? Uh, I'll tell you what happened. They faced the guys who are up to their eyeballs and crawfish. And that is the Raging Cajuns. Uh, so UC Irvine, they are like, oh yeah, we're in the top 25. We're so cool. Uh seven to four victory over the Raging Cajuns. Wrong. Uh Saturday and Sunday. They lose 7-4, so right back at you. And then on Sunday, 5-3 loss. So uh, this team, I want to talk about you guys, but I, but maybe not. Uh, uh, their offense needs to step it up. Their pitching needs to step it up. Uh, you got guys with high ERAs. Uh, you don't have a lot of bombs. And really, in college, when you had the metal bat, it's all about the three true outcomes it, you know we talk about the three true outcomes in the professional leagues but when it comes to college it's even more about the three three true outcomes meaning strike home run home run home run and more home run you got to hit bombs in order to get the ladies and to get respect of everybody so hit those bombs you see irvine that is my parting words of wisdom to both you and to many others that i that, that I covered. So, uh, Long Beach, that is the beach to go. I, I, I'm booking my vacation to Long Beach. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but wherever it's, it is. Uh, it's in the Los Angeles area. <laughs> of course. Aruba, Jamaica, Long Beach, you know, Bermuda, Bahama. Uh, they listed it there, right? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I don't training. know where we're going with this here. It's just uh but hey, I guess anywhere could be where you want it to be in your own mind. You just imagine imagine Long Beach to be some other place in the world that's not Southern California. <laughs> I don't oh. think the uh the, the friendly folks down there will appreciate that though. The, there's you know, there's so much pride in like all those different areas of Los Angeles. Uh. Those could be fighting words. Uh uh mislabeling where uh where said place is located yeah <laughs> but, they can uh, they, they can take their high housing prices and high cost of living and they can eat it <laughs> on that note we uh we'll just <laughs> take a quick look at how the top 25 now as it has been res- uh been released here uh for the week of february 21st um so just technically uh, I think you know this will be the only episode here that we um, that, that you know if when we are recording on Sunday night, so we will be able to bring you the uh, the rankings heading into uh, the top twenty five heading into the next week uh, because the will still be running on the uh, previous top twenty five uh, from uh, from the past week when we're doing Sunday night recordings here. Um, but with that in mind, just because the way this episode turned out here, we're going to give you all a look at what uh, mm-hmm. what this week's top twenty five and the uh, the changes that uh, have happened with it. So Texas Longhorns, they have dropped to nope, just kidding. They uh, <laughs> they know the Horns uh, re- after that three and zero absolute shellacking of yeah. the Rice Owls, they remain at number one. Uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks, the Hogs. They, uh, even after dropping, uh, their first game to the Illinois state Redbirds, I believe that's who they are. Um, you know, Illinois state is a pretty solid program. It's kind of, they're kind of a like Dallas Baptist or Oral Roberts of the Midwest. They are historically, uh, consistently in, 
the uh, in the NCAA tournament, doing well in their conference, um, playing uh, playing into the postseason. Um, so that you know that wasn't a horrible. You, you drop one game, that's not a big deal. Uh, series wins are what you want in college baseball when you're building your resume. Um, and ultimately, yeah, you got a solid series win over Illinois State if you're the Hogs. Uh, so they also, they were number two last week. They remain number two this week. Ole Miss Rebels, uh, they had a good weekend out in Oxford there, had that 3-0 weekend. So they move up from number five to number three. The Oklahoma State Cowboys, they're moving up from seven up to four. The, uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores, uh, after losing that weekend, they drive, uh, they drop just very slightly from three down to five. Stanford stays at number six after their series win. Mississippi State only drops slightly uh, from four down to seven. LSU, uh, you know, they, they beat who they were supposed to, um, and even doing it in con- convincing fashion, three and nothing over Maine. Uh, they remain at number eight heading into this week. NC State, they were number 10 last week. That 3-0 weekend sweep, they move up to number 9. Florida State, number 11 last week. 3-0 weekend sweep, moves them up to number 10. Arizona moved up several places after a pretty convincing and uh, and dominating weekend. Uh, four places, that is. Uh, out in Arlington from 15 up to 11. Long Beach State, we just talked about, uh, they, they've they, they've slashed that uh, that climb up to number one and half, going from number twenty four up to number twelve. That two and one series win over the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Notre Dame two and one series win keeps them at number thirteen like they were last week. Oregon State jumps up several after a commanding series four and zero sweep last weekend. Florida. Dropped uh, dropped down from number nine to number fifteen after losing that series to Liberty. Uh, Liberty's a good team, and uh, we'll get more of them here in just a second. Georgia stays at number sixteen after three and zero weekend sweep. TCU going two and one out in Arizona. They stay at number seventeen. Tennessee moves up one from number eighteen from number nineteen up to number eighteen this week after their three and zero weekend sweep. Georgia Tech moved up a couple of positions after their 3-0 sweep of Wright State. So going from number 21 up to number 19. Texas Tech, after going 1-2 and two last weekend, they dropped from number 14 down to number 20. And the Liberty Flames, after uh, the 2-1 weekend victory, weekend series victory over the Florida Gators, they move into the rankings for the first time this year at number 21. Maryland, with that sweep over the uh, over the Baylor Bears, gets them also into the rankings for the first time this year at number 2022, at number 22 in the year 2022. Duke Blue Devils, 2-1 and one series win, keeps them number 23. Miami, the Hurricanes, 4-0 weekend sweep. Moves them up just one from 25 to 24. And East Carolina Pirates, after a even after an 0-3 drop on the weekend, they still remain in the rankings, just dropping significantly from number 12 down to number 25. Two teams dropped out that were in the opening season rankings. UC Irvine, uh, that was last week number 20, and then Dallas Baptist last week, that was number 22. And moving into just a quick preview of the coming weekend. Uh, coming games here for the weekend here. So we're going to turn our calendar here. 
to Friday the 25th here as we will kick off uh, the different standalone and weekend series games that are going to be played here. Texas Longhorns will have a three-game series against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, a foreshadowing of what is to come in the SECs. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yes. They'll have, uh, you know, football, they'll have, uh, they'll have the Crimson Tide next year. And then, yeah, once like with all sports, um, they're just a couple of years away from uh, from permanent SEC membership. Yep. And uh, and having uh, the, the Crimson Tide is one of many teams on their regular schedule across all sports, mm-hmm. including baseball. Yep. Just love that Sign three-game or, uh, series. <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide coming off a return to regionals uh, last year. Um, there, so that's going to be that's going to be a good see, a good uh, kind of step up in the challenge for the Longhorns. Louisiana Raging Cajuns going to take on the number six Stanford Cardinal in the Carbock Round Rock Classic, uh, just outside the Austin area. For, oh, that'll yeah. be the first game for them uh, on that Friday. And they've got a couple of other matchups against other teams as well that will come through the weekend. Um, Duke Blue Devils will be visiting Baylor Friday mm-hmm. night. So Baylor is going to be looking to rebound after that uh, the disappointing on oh, yeah. three drop to start the year. You really don't want to drop two, uh, two series in a row. So I think Baylor really needs this series a lot more than Duke needs it for sure. For um, sure. You've got uh, got Wright State that's going to be visiting Stillwater to play the Oklahoma State Cowboys in a three-game series. Wright State, uh, we talked about earlier, was just one of those really tough outs uh, last year in regionals. Um, that's a very solid mid-major program. So a good test for the Cowboys as they come back home. Still mm-hmm. want to have, play their first uh, play their first series uh, at home for the year. We've got East Carolina that's going to go visit North Carolina this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas is going to be playing Indiana in the Round Rock Classic as well. We've got Georgia State at Florida, Nebraska. We're playing at TCU at Globe Life Field. More action at the Globe Life, man. Yeah, I believe. Uh, you know, let's check some live scores while we're at it too, because following <laughs> on this here. And Oklahoma State was playing the Sam Houston State Bearcats. Oh, they've moved on to extra innings. It is the top of the tent. Oh, the, the Bearcats and the Pokes are tied up one to one right now, out in Arlington. So, but yeah, by the time tough. you listen to this, you'll know what happened. But <laughs> yeah, but you'll know what happened. And then in the bottom of the seventh, Grand Canyon uh, is up on Arizona right now, fifteen to three. And then the the Texas Longhorns are just slapping the AM Corpus Christi, whatever they are. Um yeah. <laughs> silly right now, 12 to nothing at the bottom of the eighth. Uh Stetson blew out Florida to one. Georgia Southern got the upset win over Georgia Tech, 10 to 6 tonight. Jacksonville got the upset victory over number 10, Florida State, 3 to 2 tonight. Um Georgia blew out Walford. Duke took care of Appalachian State, 8 to 5. Um Yep. Yeah. Mississippi State blowing out Arkansas Pine Bluff 17 to 1 right now. Um, so we talked about our Red Raiders took care of Dallas Baptist. Um, so yeah, as we record this episode tonight, we just had a little bit of uh, bit of action to share with y'all. Um, that mm-hmm. what we're seeing right now, and obviously these games will be long completed by the time this episode comes out. There but you go. man, this uh this was a fun recap here of thinking back on all the great baseball that we saw from last weekend and there's even more to come this week and over the I next know. three and a half months all the way until the final pitch 
is thrown and the final strike is called at uh or the final strike or final out is called in omaha and the college world series trophy is held up high once again by one of these teams so i'm uh I can't wait to watch more baseball again this weekend, be uh, Mm -hmm. following ESPN plus and all the many, many games uh, from the college baseball, uh, from the college baseball world that are broadcasted on there that you can see teams across all different conferences. Um, Bear and I, we both hold, um, hold access to it to be able to see games on there. And I think it is certainly well worth the money to get the access for it and to be able to follow along for college baseball. So, uh, Boom. Got uh, got any closing thoughts you'd like to share uh, share with everyone before we uh, we close this episode out? All I got to say is baseball is a beautiful sport and it was so great to see it. Uh it's 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 fun covering these teams. Uh you got a quite a, a, a quite a lot of characters like Tommy White. Uh you know, we're going to be living in Tommy's world that's for sure. Uh Red Raiders selfishly going to be paying attention to them and I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to do it. I really want to see uh, these guys. I'm going to be mainly focusing on the non-pro sports this year, just taking my kids to try to see a minor league baseball game, but then personally trying to see college baseball because it's been a while since I've seen it, but you're reminded about how much fun it is. And that's what baseball is all about. It's not about egos. It's not about uh, uh, owners, you know, being greedy and is just you know <laughs> not wanting to pay their players or minor leaguers uh actual livable wages it's you know young lads going out and they're they're swinging for the fences these guys implement the no doubter mantra each and every day and we'll, we'll remind you of what that is at the end of this episode but um of course we want to thank y'all so much for joining us for these for these updates on week one more to come. So subscribe to no doubt, or so you don't miss out on a weekly basis. We're going to keep y'all updated on college baseball. And of course, major league baseball, we cover it all, all everything and everything baseball. So subscribe to us. We're available on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, you name it. Leave us a five-star review. If you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find it all. At no doubt or pod follow me boombossy21 on twitter and travis lawfully at travis lawfully on twitter uh if you've been listening to us for a while you want to uh you want to throw us a few bucks every month uh two bucks five bucks whatever you want to throw it we would immensely appreciate it uh it does it's not free to put on a podcast and it just it, it really goes a long way plus you get perks you can get the opportunity to be interviewed on No Doubter, discounts on Merch, shout outs on the show, shout out to our longest patron, Tad Bostic. Uh, we really appreciate you, Tad. Uh, you've been with us since day one. You are our all-star patron. So if you want to get shout outs like that, join our Patreon, two bucks a month, and you get a shout out as well, or more. The more you give, the more you get. And then, of course, our merch store is just so where it's at. If you want to rock out a baseball shirt with our awesome logo designed by Lindsay Soblick, uh, and anything with that awesome logo, phone cases, T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, onesies, uh, clothes for the whole family, they're all in the links in the description below. So go there, check out the links. It'll take you to some awesome places. T-Money. What is our mantra? What are these guys trying to achieve? All across the college baseball world, 
all across the baseball world in general, but especially college baseball, we see these guys living out the mantra on a regular basis. Yes. Sometimes, you know, it can be, it can be a little rough to watch. You know, if you're really kind of maybe like more of a purist in terms of uh, the, like, you know, fighting against the three true outcomes and wanting maybe like better decisions sometimes be made at the plate, but these guys are going for the glory. Yes. Living up to the no doubt or mantra that we want to remind you to live out, which is to bat 400 and always swing for the fences. Friends, this has been fun. Cannot wait to continue talking about college baseball throughout the rest of the season. We look forward to major league baseball getting its act together very soon and even more baseball being able to be added to our plate that we get to cover and, uh, and just enjoy here as part of this incredible sport. We love you guys. and We'll see y'all next time. See y'all next week. This episode of No Data was produced by Eric Bostick and Travis Lockley and edited by Travis Bostick. Our logo was designed by Lindsay Silbert. 